What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. LZ, we're off at 6 today. Sean McVay's show at 6. And then LAFC, their playoff game, their matchup against the Seattle Sounders, their rival, uh, one of their rivals, obviously, and uh, who ended their season last year in the conference finals. Mm -hmm. Our boy Mack and company taking on the Seattle group. What do you make of the matchup? Well, listen, it's... Like every other league, it's weird. And you want to be able to extrapolate things that happened last season to what may happen this season. But because of COVID, you really can't do that. Right. And especially in the case of LAFC, where it's not only COVID, but it's also, you know, is Diego playing? The international play. Yeah. Like, right. yeah. Like, the international play and, and COVID. Because they could because Seattle's getting a couple of their guys back from international play, but the international guys here for LAFC will not be able to uh, get through the required COVID protocols. Yes. Yeah, so it, it, it's so hard to think what's going to happen because going into it tonight, everything is unpredictable. But with that being said, I do believe in Bob. And I do believe in the revenge factor of the guys who are there. So I think LAFC gets the match tonight. And very much like the Denver um, Broncos, when they won all those offensive awards, but they got their butt kicks in the Super Bowl, but came back and won later, I think the, the LAFC squad is going to do the same thing. That they're going to build on last season's disappointment and come out of the blue and end up at a place in the postseason people didn't think they were going to be at. Uh, One last thing before we get back to Lakers, Clippers, and the NBA and what's transpired here over the last couple of days. Uh, The U.S. Road Scholars for 2021 were elected virtually this year for the first time as the coronavirus pandemic swept across the globe, LZ. Uh, Though that didn't distinguish uh, enthusiasm among the 32 students uh, because there are 32 kids that uh, win the Road Scholar uh, scholarship award to Oxford University. And this year, two of the kids are local kids here in Southern California, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, there are two kids here in Southern California uh, who we're going to shout out here real quick. One of them is Elijah Devon of Compton, and the other one is Carissa Chen of Tustin. Both kids are currently attending Harvard, but one Rhodes Scholars uh Scholars scholarship awards to attend Oxford, and they are one two of the thirty two students both here from Southern California. Like Elsie, you're a scholar, you were a professor. Like you know how difficult it is to win one of these road scholar uh, scholarships. To have two kids within you know thirty, forty, fifty miles of each other go to Oxford together, and by the way, go to Harvard together, then to Oxford is just incredible. The odds are are so small, but it's awesome to hear. It is absolutely fantastic and awesome news. It's unfortunate that the selection process was done virtually, and obviously everything is being done virtually because they truly need to be in an auditorium where they can be applauded for this. This is, this is so hard. Yeah. Like, I can't even begin to describe to you how difficult of a process it is to get to this particular place. And so congratulations to them. Um, and, you know, fingers crossed that this experience leads to bigger and better things for them. Yeah, yeah, no no question. And again, congratulations to Elijah Devon of Compton and Carissa Chen of Tustin. Both kids at Harvard, 
Uh, both kids now Rhodes Scholars. Pretty awesome stuff for sure. All right, that's what you need to know. Presented by our friends at Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. All right, LZ. So you and I talked about uh, the addition of Marcus Gasol and how it feels complete for the Lakers, right? Um, Serge Ibaka goes to the Clippers. And as you pointed out, they don't have, I guess, the one component that you feel they would need, which is an organizer of offense. But as you look at the Western Conference, okay? And for, well, forget about the Western Conference in general. Let's just look at the league in general. Who are the teams that you see that you say to yourself, okay, those teams are in at least the same ballpark as the Lakers as far as if they met in a series, it would be something that everyone would have to take seriously. I think number one would be the Heat because we saw what they did with the my, with with the Lakers and they weren't one percent healthy and I would dare say they've gotten a little bit better. Gotten a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, though I do think they're going to miss a couple bodies like Jay Crowder. I think generally speaking, having security with your stars and I think Bam is signing his extension tonight. This yeah. is a report that I thought I saw mm-hmm. and we know yeah. that Goran Dragic is back. Um, I would think I would worry about the Heat. Number two, I would worry about the Bucks. Because anytime right. you have a two-time MVP leading in squad, you have to take that squad seriously, mm-hmm. especially an MVP who is also a defensive player of the year. Um, so I would put them at two. I would put the Clippers at three just because, you know, of, of Kawhi and, and Paul George. I mean, those are two extremely talented two-way players. you got to respect that. Though I don't think they've corrected their biggest issue. Um, they still have enough talent, I think, to make things interesting. And then the, the sleeper pick I would add, and this is a super sleeper pick, and I know this might you know sound crazy, watch out for the New Orleans Pelicans. Watch out for the Pelicans, man. Watch out for the Pelicans. Really? Watch out for the Pelicans. Wow. Yeah, I, I'm not, no, I'm not no, there with you yet. Now, no, you one's, know. no one's talking about them, but just, just keep your eye on them, dog. Keep your eye on them. They're... they're they they've made some interesting moves besides just getting draft picks, and Zion, while he isn't a finished product, he's difficult to guard. Man, he's tough to guard for anybody. So he's, you know, he's and as Stephen Adams, the trade for Stephen Adams gives us some much needed size and beef. Yeah. So yeah. just, and, just and watch out for them. Right? Some, some toughness. toughness. Some toughness. You need them, some man. toughness. You need a guy that can defend Zion I, I, in the sense of, like, get his back is what I mean. Um, yeah. Look out yeah, for I, them, man. I, I, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet with them. I do think it's a, a step in the right direction. I don't think there's any question. I'm not there yet. Um, so here's what I would say. So I would agree with you on the Heat. I would agree with you on Milwaukee. I think that the Heat got better. Um, on defense, they became more... Um, I, I think their biggest weakness was defending the point of attack with guards, like guards that could penetrate the key. And I yep. think Avery Bradley helps them there, right? I, I think that's fairly obvious. Uh, yep. I like the more heartless move, although not as beefy and girthy as Jay Crowder, uh, a versatile a versatile player like, like Jay Crowder. 
Um, I think Milwaukee, here's what with Milwaukee, as much as you and I talked about the fact that they gave up a lot and probably way too much for Drew Holiday, here's the biggest difference. And shout out to Zach Lowe, who I heard say this. Last year, in crunch time, would it be fair to say that it, that the lineups, the final five lineup, final five minutes of the game, game is on the line, the, line, the five were going to be Giannis, Chris Middleton, question mark, question mark, question mark, right? <laughs> so right. now, this year, it's Giannis, Middleton, Holiday, question mark, question mark. So I think since there are less question marks, I, I would agree that they're better. So, you know, so I have them in that group as well. I still think Boston is in that group, although, you know, they've played well without Hayward, so I'm not really worried about the Hayward thing, and I like that they added more girth with Tristan Thompson. So in the East, I'm looking at those teams, maybe Philly, maybe, maybe. We'll see what what they look like, you know, if they do make a deal or not, but maybe Philly on the outskirts, okay, in the East. Then, in the West, it's really just the Clippers for me. You know what I mean? Like, I know Portland had a really good offseason. Like, I thought they made really smart moves. They had moves. a great offseason. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I thought Portland made really, really smart moves, okay? I love the Robert Covington trade. Uh, they added Derek Jones Jr. from the Heat, who gives them an athletic kind of wing uh, who's still growing. Like, he's young. You know what I mean? Um, they added size with Cantor, uh, more size with Harry Giles, who I think is beyond the project stage. Remember, he was he was like yep. uh, going to be an unbelievable talent. Injuries derailed his career in college and a little bit in the pros. Um, but I think the talent is there. But I'm not there yet with them. So to me, it's just the Clippers in the West. Um, even though the Rockets did some things, they added Boogie and Christian Wood and, and Denver. I think Denver got a little worse. So I, yep. I, I'm just looking at the Clippers right now. Maybe if the Warriors had Clay, I would put them in that group. But that's it. It's just the Clippers in the West for me. I, I, I feel like, you know, the matchups for the Clippers just is in the Lakers' favor. Even with paying respect to Kawhi and Paul George, I just feel like our top two are just significantly better than your top two. The only reason why I put the Pelicans in, the, in that conversation is because matchup-wise – we're, we're going to have a hard time dealing with Zion while also keeping Steven Adams off the glass. You know, anytime that we're in a situation where AD is our five, we got to deal with both Zion and Steven Adams. And that's a lot of beef, man. That's strong, paid crashing beef. And with J.J. Redick out there trolling around looking for open threes, as well as Brandon Ingram, who just signed his extension. Congratulations. Like, they have some things that could make us work. And so that's the reason why I'm like, look out for them. I don't feel like Houston has anything that's going to really make me worry. I don't feel as if Portland Trailblazers has anything. I don't feel as if the Phoenix Suns, as much improved as they are, have a lot to make us worry. But when I look at the muscle and physicality of the New Orleans Pelicans now, I go, that's a squad? That can make things interesting because they're so strong on the blocks. So strong. Overpowering, you know, Trez, overpowering AD, you know, being too too fast for Marcus Saul. I mean, that's Zion, right? right. Like right. that's legit. 
Yeah. No, I, I just think that they're like another year or two away. I don't think they're ready just yet. Now, Denver could be in this conversation too. I'm curious to see what Michael Porter Jr. looks like uh, with another year under his belt because offensively, I think he's going to be tremendous. I just don't think defensively he's going to be able to replace Jeremy Grant by any stretch of the imagination. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. They, listen, I, the, the teams that, sh- that you know, last season were question marks for the Lakers, we now have answers for. We know how to figure out Denver and what they want to do. We know how to figure out Houston and what they think they want to do. And even though they've gotten bigger, they haven't necessarily gotten better. Though yeah. Boogie, again, can make things interesting because of his girth, Yeah, you have to pause because of his health history. Right. What about Utah? No? Now, that was a technical term, by the way. <laughs> Come on, dog. I, 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 can't, I can't with them. I don't think that they are constructed to win postseason games. Right. I think they're constructed to be very good. Well, they added Derek squads. Favors, and they get back Bogdanovich, who was hurt last year and was fantastic for them when he was healthy. Yeah, but I, I, I look first at the number one horse, and then I look at Rudy Gobert. Donovan. Yep, and then I look yeah. at Rudy, and I just go, yeah, so those are your top two, and I think we're good. <laughs> no, I'm just asking, but no, I don't put them in that class either. Uh, to me, right. it's just the Clippers in the West. I actually think they have more competition than the Lakers in the East, <laughs> to be honest with you, and I think we both kind of agree on that, it seems. No, no, like. no, we, we do, and in fact, I'm not dismissing Toronto either. Right, yeah, it, yeah. You know, it's like right, right, they, 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 we know how good they can be and how deep they are, for sure, for sure. Right, um, right. so the, the, the squads that worry me are the squads where our size isn't an obvious advantage, which is why I talked about New Orleans. Yeah. Or the depth isn't an automatic advantage for us, which is why teams like Miami and Toronto make me nervous. All right. Yeah, I hear you. All right, coming up next, uh, we may give you that chance to win that virtual key. Hopefully, you were listening to 3 o'clock hour to Mason and Ireland for the virtual, de- or excuse me, the road trip destination of the day. Virtual key in the 5 o'clock hour can happen at any one of the breaks to win that 2021 Mazda CX-5 Sport. We have three keys left, so make sure you stick around for that. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Sedano LZ with you here. Hey, don't forget, virtual key could happen in this next break. Didn't happen in this one. We got two more breaks to go. And we're going to do picks against the spread today because LZ's uh, leaving us tomorrow. I mean, we're all leaving them eventually. It's Thanksgiving I mean, week. I know. I know. It's okay. But you got you took the day off. Because it's As Black you Wednesday. You got days? Well, you're going to be working after, way after me uh, for in, you know, when it comes to the Christmas holiday. So. That is true. I took that is a, true. I had so many damn days off. I'm like, you know what? Uh, Mid-December, I'll see you guys in January. <laughs> you basically took Hanukkah, Christmas, and Kwanzaa off. All three, actually. I did. That way, no one can say that I'm not willing to celebrate any of them specific, right? Like that I, I'm not paying uh, complete respect and homage. 
Uh, you are religiously promiscuous. Yes, exactly. That is exactly what Variety is the spice of life, LZ. Uh, I try to get Kwanzaa off, and Greg wouldn't get, let me have it off. Whoa. You should go to HR on that. Actually, I went straight to Jesse. No. Oh. Yeah. It's going to be some marching, brother. <laughs> going to be some marching. Um, so, all right, let's do this. Uh, before we get into uh, – we didn't do Monday morning or Monday afternoon quarterback yesterday because we weren't on. Uh, we could do a, a kind of a simulated version of that. So, uh, Steve, when you have a second, no Laura today. Our friend Steve is in today. Steve, not right now, but when you have a second, get me some NFL music queued up, uh, a bed that we can play in a moment. But, LZ, let's you and I talk about the Rams specifically. Um, we spent a lot of time doing the micro on yesterday's game, and they made Tom Brady look old. Uh, the defense looked fantastic. Jared Goff looked really damn good. Um, but what I would say to you is this. Is there, or I'll ask you this, is there anyone, we just did this with the Lakers, is there anyone in the NFC that worries you a little bit? Um, yeah, I think that the Rams are almost like the Vegas Raiders, where they could beat anybody or lose to anyone. Okay. And so, um, unlike the Raiders, though, where they can lose games in a variety of ways, there's really only one way that the Rams are in trouble and that is if pressure gets to a nervous golf. That's really it. If the pressure doesn't get to him, the defense is going to do its thing, and you're going to have a situation where golf is going to be able to consistently move the ball downfield. May not score every time, but you'll always have an offense dealing with a shorter field because of their ability to move the ball and their ability to stop you from moving the rock feel as if they could lose to Green Bay, they could beat Green Bay. Clearly, they can lose or beat Seattle, and you can go down the line with every pretender or contender. New yeah. Orleans the same way. Yeah. Um, so they're in a, in a great position and in an awkward position because of it. Yeah, I, I, I feel like the NFC isn't as strong as it had been in recent years because there's no clear-cut top two or three teams, Right. But I, I still feel like, to your point, those teams that you outlined there are are really, really good, right? And and I think any of them could beat any of them. It's a matchup situation, I think. Whereas in the AFC, it seems, at least to me, up to this point, you know, in week 11 or whatever we're going into now, it seems fairly obvious that the Steelers and Chiefs are the two best teams right now. Yes? Steelers and look out for the Look out for the who you cut out there. The Indianapolis Colts. Oh, they have yeah. A, real a big defense. win against Green Bay. Yeah. He, yeah. And, and, and their defense is legit. Okay. You know what? Hit the music, Steve, because this gives us a chance to kind of talk about some of this stuff. Um, let's start with that Colts game that you mentioned, LZ, because they were down 28-14 to 14 against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers at home. And I was like, ooh, I don't know how this one's going to turn out. And Phillip Rivers got digged up in that game. Jacoby Brissett came in a few times, but Phillip gutted it out. And by the way, Phillip made really big plays in that game. So for as much as Phillip got ripped for being washed, and yes, at times, he looks old as all hell out there, he gutted that one out in that game. Phillip Rivers is very much in this Tom Brady, this no-year sort of mode. And he looked fine last night. Um, 
or two nights, I were the two Green, days ago now. Or two, two nights ago. Yeah, two nights ago now. If I were the Green Bay Packers, I would still be kicking myself about what we didn't do defensively because you had a two-touchdown lead. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to also give the credit to the Colts for not giving up and, to your point, digging it out even when they didn't have their best or they didn't feel their best. They're legit. Yeah, they are really good, man. Like, I, I really feel like – you know, their defense, Clinton Yates was on with us last week and said they're the best tackling team in the league, and they are. They don't miss tackles very much. They um, don't. And they've got really good players on that side. And here's the difference between Phillip with this team and maybe those Charger teams. They've got a good offensive line, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they definitely do. Um, clearly, this is also a situation you mentioned the Chargers. This also looks as if, you know, Phillip Rivers' new location – the arm in terms of energy, mm-hmm. um, but the Green Bay Packers, man, serious questions. Despite having a really good record and an MVP front runner, Aaron Rodgers, that defense, man, like you shouldn't be getting carved up by an old quarterback. And if you are, you got to ask yourself, why can't we get pressure on him to make him uncomfortable? And why can't we get the key stops in order to stop their runs? That's a legitimate question for them. Yeah, for sure. Now, on the flip side, the Chargers, his old squad. Uh, now, they beat the Jets, but they almost chargered in that game. They were up big in that game, too, much like Green Bay was. And I was like, oh, no, is this going to happen? And then the Jets actually had the ball back within one yep. score. Could have won the game. Uh, with about a minute or so to go, and then, of course, they're the Jets, and there's a reason they're 0-9 going into the game and now 0-10. But, man, that was uh, that was scary there for a second. For Because I think Anthony Lynn might have been fired on the spot if he lost to the Jets in that fashion. I, I agree. And I think the way that they won um, was good for them. Because had they just blown them out, George, then they wouldn't have been able to answer the, answer the question which is can we still find a way to win when the other team gets momentum? Yeah. Because they've blown leads of 17 and 17, and, you know, they had the Tom Brady down big. They had the Chiefs down big. Right. And they ended up coughing up those leads. It wasn't pretty, but in beating a Jets team that had the ball with a chance to win and coming out on the other side, at least now the team knows – it can still win games in that situation, whereas all season long, those games were just lost. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, lastly, the Raiders, do you believe that – like, do you believe in moral victories for them? They beat the Chiefs once, and they were within, you know, a, a, a Patrick Mahomes – not miracle because he's so good at those come-from-behind drives, but – they needed all the heroics for Patrick Mahomes to be able to survive that, the Chiefs. Like, do you feel any different about the Raiders than when you did heading into the game? Um, I do. Okay. I do. Um, I, I believe that the Raiders have proven that they match up well against the Super Bowl champs. But just as I said at the beginning of this segment, like the Rams, the Raiders can lose to anyone or beat anyone. And, but unlike the Rams, they have a variety of ways in which they can lose to anyone. So while I think they've proven that they can match up well against the Chiefs, what I'm still waiting to see is if they're the kind of team that only is battling top-tier teams or are they still a team that battles everybody regardless of how good the team is. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, I am. I'm. I think John Gruden's the coach of the year, but I, I think that there are some things I still need answered by them. And there's time, uh, but they are in the thick of this thing, and that's more than I think most people could say about them. All right, we're gonna take there's a break. There's no way, by the way, that he's coach of the year. That is Mike Tomlin's award, damn it, and I'm going to fight anybody who tries to give it to anybody else. Uh, I can argue with you about John Gruden. I think the Raiders was – I felt like the Raiders were going to be a joke this year personally. I thought the Pittsburgh Steelers were going to win the division. Now, I didn't think they'd be 10-0 or whatever they are, but I thought they'd win the division. Uh, we can argue about that uh, in you know in the last segment because coming up next, Zach Harper is going to join us. Uh, the Athletic uh, covers the NBA. Their NBA columnist. He loves movies too. We're going to have some fun with the free agent additions of the Lakers and the Clippers and relate them to actors and who they play in specific movies. We're going to do that in two minutes. And don't forget, this could be your chance to win that virtual key for that 2021 Mazda CX-5 Sport. It could happen in this commercial break. We're back in three minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks, Chris. We do have caller number seven on the line. We have Will LaVenture in Huntington Beach. Will, do you have today's destination of the day? Yes, sir. Got it. Rosarita Beach. Congratulations. That's correct. Are you happy? Did you I lose am a very signal? happy. Yeah, are you, you happy? You, yeah, I mean, it's very so happy. Yeah. yeah, you're very self-contained right now. Are you in <laughs> well, church? I'm, tr- I'm trying to. Trying to be contained. I'm okay. not usually. <laughs> okay, all righty. Well, let's see what virtual key you get. All right, let's do it. Ooh. All right, key, num- key number 11. That virtual key could be the one to start the 2021 Mazda CX-5 Sport from Culver City Mazda. We're giving it away on Monday, November 30th. And for qualifying, Will, you get a $100 gift card to eatnakedla.com where they have unbelievable healthy food options for you there. So congratulations. Hey, fantastic. Thank you guys That's- so much. Oh, you're very, very welcome, brother. Now, we want you to hold on to the line while our friend Steve gets the rest of your information. And thank you to Eat Naked LA. Your healthy lifestyle is only one click away. Get fresh and healthy meals delivered right to your door. Visit EatNakedLA.com to learn more. Yeah, man, for sure. And, of course, listen tomorrow in the 3 o'clock hour for Mason in Ireland uh, to give you another destination of the day. And then listen for the cue to call in the 5 o'clock hour and the 6 o'clock hour because we have two keys to give away tomorrow. So in the 5 and the 6 o'clock hour, we're going to give you your chance to win those last two keys here on our show, courtesy of our friends at Culver City Mazda and 710 ESPN and the month of giving. So there you go. So congratulations to Will in Huntington Beach. Two more keys, LZ. Two more keys. Dos llaves. So there you have I'm it. very excited about that. I know. Uh, all right. So, guys, let me know when Zach is on the line so we could talk some NBA with him. He's there. All right. Great. 
Uh, Zach Harper of The Athletic, NBA columnist, joins us on the Celebrity Hotline presented by Morongo. Play it safe. Good time. So we're going to have some fun with Zach. We're going to talk about uh, the Lakers and Clippers additions via free agency or trade, I guess, uh, including the Clippers with Luke Kennard. And we're going to have some fun. So Zach, LZ, and I are going to compare their skill sets to that of a Hollywood actor and perhaps some of the uh, projects that they've been part of. Zach, how are you? I'm excellent. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're great. Now, I know you were very excited to do this. You were oh, I, yeah. All I had to do was text you, and you I, I could just feel the excitement through the text. I couldn't text you back fast enough. I was oh. like, as soon as I read it, I was like, oh, my God, I've got I've to make sure I lock this in. Okay, fair enough. Oh. Um, wow. So, you know, Steve, if you've got some, like, like some Hollywoodish kind of music uh, for you know this segment, that would be nice. I feel like you know maybe like maybe a little Oscars. entertainment tonight. Yeah, <laughs> like entertainment tonight. <laughs> That's nice if we've got that. Yeah, Steve's got all the, the all the beds back there somewhere. So Steve, hit it whenever you get a chance. All right, Zach. So let's start here. The Lakers added Dennis Schroeder before all the madness started. Uh, who do you compare Dennis Schroeder to? I compare Dennis Schroeder to Michael Fassbender. Okay, Michael Fassbender, who plays... uh, From what movie? Yeah, that's true. He's in several movies. So probably from Inglorious Bastards. Now, he's nobody that I trust to lead anything. I know he got nominated for Steve Jobs, but that really wasn't that good. And and he got nominated just because it was like, hey, let's celebrate Steve Jobs. Like, it it really wasn't a a nomination-worthy performance. Um, But he's no one I trust to lead something, but I'm always happy when he's involved. I think he's a great supporting character, and every time he talks to me, he's got an accent. I'm surprised, much like Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> you nailed the dismount there. So I'm going to go with John Boyega because John Boyega um, is, is someone who also has an accent, and I'm also surprised uh, when he has an accent. Um, but I think kind of like Young has been part of something that was cool. Uh, however... Does he have more range than this? And we're about to find mm. out if Schroeder has more range than what we've seen to this point in his career. LZ, how about you? I'm going to go with Sam from The Lord of the Rings. Okay. Oh, Sean Astin? Sean Astin. Yeah. yeah. So he, I went with couple- John Boyega from the Star Wars movies. You went with Sean Astin. Go ahead. <laughs> because if you remember from the movies... You know, Frodo was supposed to be the lead dog, but who was bailing him out over and over again in critical moments? Sam. Right. And so we're bringing in Schroeder to be that third guy that when our Frodo's are in trouble, he's supposed to step in and save the day. Not get top billing, not get the girl, not keep the ring, but just make sure that when things go sideways, he steps in and saves the day. Okay, fair enough. I like uh, that. All right, so let's let's go through these a little faster now. Uh, Marcus Gasol, Zach. Oh, Donald Sutherland, easy. Uh, he's always better than you expect him to be, and he's in much better physical shape than you expect him to be in. I like that. That is a good one. I went with Sam Elliott. Because if you look at Sam Elliott's career, right, he has been fantastic in a lot of different movies. He's been a supporting actor. He's been a lead actor before. And even though as he gets older, right, like you can still appreciate moments where he's fantastic, right? 
Um, I thought he, you know, in his most recent silver screen performance, The Star is Born, uh, I thought he was really good uh, in that particular role. And look, he's got recurring roles on things like Family Guy, Robot Chicken, etc. So he knows how to be a role player as well at this stage of his career. LZ? I'm going with Meryl Streep. Oh, Meryl Streep. Wow. He is Meryl Streep. Wow. Meryl Streep was outstanding when she was younger. She continued to get better as she aged. And even to this day, she's a very desirable person you want cast in your projects. And I feel that is Marc Gasol, who was really good when he was younger, got even better as he got older. And even at this late stage of his career, he feels like he's a desirable for teams with championship aspirations. Just like you cast in a movie and you want to win an Oscar, you go for Meryl. If you want a chip, you go for Marc Gasol. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to go next. Uh, We've got uh, Montrez Harrell with the Lakers. Uh, Zach, go ahead. All right, Dave Bautista. He's got muscles. He's always flexing. I have no idea if he's actually good, but I always enjoy him. (laughs) So it's funny you say that because I went with Vin Diesel as Montrez Harrell for almost the exact same reasons (laughs) because he's big, he's strong, he's in these movies that are like electric, right? But you're going to watch them every single time. They're popcorn flicks. He doesn't have quite the range as some of these other guys, um, but we know that he's good at the one thing he does, and that's Montrez Harrell. So, LZ, you? I've got Samuel Jackson. Oh, okay. (laughs) Because, as you said... You know, there's not a whole lot of things that you're going to think about with Samuel L. Jackson in terms of acting. Like, you don't think Shakespeare, right? right. You don't think necessarily uh, Snakes on a plane, know, musicals or yes. anything like that. Yeah. Right. But what he does, he's so damn good at it that you got to have it. And Trez is really good at getting buckets in the paint. You just got to have it. Don't cast him as a three-point shooter. Don't cast him as a rim protector. But damn it, if he needs someone to curse you out and get a bucket, that's your man. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. All right, Wesley Matthews, Zach. Last oh, one for the Lakers, Rob, Wesley Matthews. I've, I've got Rob Brown. Basically clawed his way into the industry and has stuck around in spectacular fashion. Always gets the job done. Okay, I'm going to go with Forrest Whitaker, so a little more accomplished actor. Mm. Uh, but I think Forrest Whitaker, if you look at his career, whether it was on ER back in the day or whether it was in, uh, you know, the, the Star Wars movies, he was in Rogue One, right? Like, he's been in a bunch of different movies. Um, his IMDb is absolutely incredible as far as some of the movies he's been in and also some of the roles he's been in, but a perfect role player. LZ? Marissa Tomei. Oh. Oh. He is Marissa yeah. Tomei. Marissa started off with a hotness, kind of cooled off, and then showed up out of the blue like going, oh, man, I forgot how much I love her. And that is Mr. Matthews, who started off with the name, started bouncing around. And you're like going, where is he? I don't know. What is and then he shows me like going, oh, my God, we got to have him. I love him. He is Marissa Tomei of the NBA. Uh, Zach, now we go to the Clippers, Serge Ibaka. Uh, he's Danny Glover for me. Ooh. He's still producing, and he's clearly too old for this bleep. <laughs> So I went with Lawrence Fishburne for very similar reasons Um, because at one point, right, like he could be a a leading man, right, or at least a great supporting actor, right, Um, Oscar-nominated type supporting actor, and I think that Serge has proven that in his career he's been that even though at this stage of his career he's certainly older, uh, but you still put him in a movie and I'm watching it. LZ? Idris Elba. Ooh. He's He's got the looks. He's got the style. You know, he's got the resume. 
And, you know, the fashion. I got to give Serge his props for, yeah. you know, wearing blankets as scarves, as fashion. Yeah. I'm into that. Yeah. All right, Zach, last one for the Clippers, and we're done here. And thank you for uh, having fun with us today here. Don't of forget course. to check out uh, Zach's worth at, at The Athletic. Uh, make sure you subscribe to The Athletic. Uh, Luke Kennard is our last one. The Clippers traded for him on draft night. Luke Kennard, Zach. Thomas Ian Nicholas, if you don't remember the name, he was the kid in Rookie of the Year. He's in uh, the American Pie movies. I said their chances are you probably hate his face and you don't enjoy his work as a whole, but he's always in enjoyable projects. Ooh, okay. So I went with something similar in the young person category. Uh, I went with Taylor Lautner of the Twilight films. Perhaps you like Lautner. I swear. Yeah, perhaps you like Luke Kennard when he was a good player at Duke, where he's been had some flashes of decent moments uh, beyond the Twilight films, like Taylor yeah. Lautner. Uh, Luke Kennard has had some flashes in the NBA. LZ, but he's also, but, he, but he's also been in Grown Ups too. So there. Yeah, you go. right there. You go. Excellent point. Go ahead, LZ. Last one. Steve Buscemi. Whoa! You don't want him to star in anything, but you like it when he shows up. You don't want Luke to be the focal of your offense, but when he shows up, it feels good. Like, oh, man, I forgot how much I love him. But you don't want too much of him. You want just the right amount, just like Steve Buscemi. Fair enough. Zach Harper, NBA columnist at The Athletic. Find his work there. Subscribe to The Athletic. Also, promote your podcast, which is about movies. Oh, it's Cinephobe. It is about bad movies we review. It's myself and Amin Al-Hassan of ESPN. We review to see if they're actually good. And tomorrow's episode is The Fan, Robert De Niro, Wesley Snipes. Oh, man. I'm all in. I got to listen to this. All right, so check out Cinephobe. Zach, happy Thanksgiving, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Thank Thank you, you, sir. Thank you. All right. Uh, Coming up next, LZ. We have an eight-pack of picks against the spread. We're doing our normal five plus all three Thanksgiving games. And we actually, Greg found the cooler to give away. Remember those Corona coolers we were giving away? Worth $200? $200, this cooler. We got one more to give away, so we're going to take a caller right now. Caller 7 at 877-710-ESPN. You automatically win the cooler, and you will play picks against the spread with us in three minutes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Sedano and LZ with you here. The Sean McVay show with less need today. Uh, is coming up next at LAFC's playoff game against the Seattle Sounders, all here on 710 ESPN. Don't forget, tomorrow you got two chances, one in the 5 o'clock hour, one in the 6 o'clock hour, to win one of those virtual keys, our last two keys, and we're giving them away one in each hour tomorrow. So make sure you listen to Mason Ireland in the 3 o'clock hour for the road trip destination of the day. Time for Picks Against the Spread, brought to you by Corona. Enjoy watching football with the official Corona cooler made of stainless steel and perfect for any event. It even has a built-in bottle opener, valued at $200. This is the cooler that all football fans are going to want. Brought to you by Corona Extra. Our game day beach is back. Always enjoy the game with Corona Extra, an official cerveza of the Los Angeles Rams. So Santiago in L.A. is going to play with us. He won the cooler. Congratulations, Santiago. Yes, thank you. Gracias. Thank you. 
You're welcome, buddy. All right, so here's how you play the game. We have a special eight-pack. We normally do five games. We're doing eight because we're including all three of the games from Thanksgiving. Uh, so here's how it works. We pick each game against the spread, and we assign a confidence vote to it. Numbers one through eight. Eight, the game you're most confident in against the spread. One, the game you're least confident in against the spread. And so on and so forth in between. You can only use each confidence number once. So here are the spreads. Niners at Rams. Rams are seven-and-a-half-point home favorites. Raiders at Falcons. The Falcons are three-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. Chargers at Bills. The Bills are five-and-a-half-point favorites in Buffalo. Houston at Detroit on Thanksgiving. Houston is a three-and-a-half-point dog at home. Washington at Dallas. Dallas is a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home on Thanksgiving. Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is a four-and-a-half-point favorite at home on Thanksgiving. Titans at Colts. Colts are three-and-a-half-point favorites. And on Monday night, Seattle at Philly. Philly is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, all right. LZ, I know where you're going. Rams are your five. You're taking them minus a seven half, correct? No. Oh, Rams sorry, are eight. my eight. Eight. Rams right. are my yeah. eight, damn it. Yeah. Oh, you're eight. <laughs> okay, Greg, go ahead. Um, I'm going to do Laura's first. Laura has Rams at the, with the eight, and then I have them at the uh, – has my four. You probably so need to go Niners. a little quicker than this, Niners Greg. four. Niners yes. four. Yes. Uh, Santiago, <laughs> the Rams are seven and a half point favorites. Where are you going? I would go five. And that and who are you taking? Which side? Take the Rams. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to take the Niners, and that's my three. Raiders at Falcons. Falcons are three-and-a-half-point dogs at home. LZ. Raiders six. Greg. Raiders eight, and Laura has Raiders six. Santiago. I'll also go Raiders eight. Raider Nation, boy. Okay, yeah. I'm going to go Falcons, and that's my seven. I think the Raiders uh, have another letdown this week. Uh, Chargers at Bills. Bills are five-and-a-half-point favorites. LZ. Bills, two. Greg. Bills, six. Laura, Bills, seven. Okay, Santiago. I'm all, I agree with Laura. Bills, seven. Okay, I'm going to go Bills, and that's my two. Houston at Detroit. Detroit is a three-and-a-half-point dog at home. Uh, LZ. Houston or uh, Detroit four. Okay, Greg. Uh, I got Detroit one, and Laura has Detroit two. Okay, Santiago. I would say Detroit four. Okay, and I'm going to take Detroit as my eight because Houston is completely decimated in their wide receiving core right now, uh, and they can't run the ball either. Uh, Washington at Dallas. Uh, Dallas three and a half point favorite at home. LZ. Alex Smith one. <laughs> Greg. <laughs> I got Washington two, and Laura is Dallas one. Okay, Santiago. I would say uh, Washington three. Okay, and I have Washington, and that's my six. Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Baltimore ravaged by COVID. Pittsburgh four-and-a-half-point favorites. LZ. Baltimore three. Greg. Pittsburgh five, Laura Ravens four. Okay, Santiago. Uh, Pittsburgh two. Okay, I have Pittsburgh, and that's my four. Titans at Indy. Indy, three-and-a-half-point favorite at home. LZ. Indy, five. Greg. Titans, seven. Titans, five for Laura. Okay, Santiago. I want to say Titans, four. Oh, I think you no, picked four already, four. right? I picked four. I want, yeah. Let's go with my two. Okay, great. I have Indy, and that's my one. Seattle at Philly is our last game. Philly is a five-and-a-half-point home dog. LZ. Seattle, and that's my seven. 
Greg? Uh, I got Philly as my three and Seattle as the three for Laura. Okay, Santiago? I got Seattle as my one. Okay, and I have Philly, and that's my five. Santiago, congratulations on winning the cooler, and thank you for listening, buddy, okay? Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks again, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. All right, take care. All right, that'll do it for us. LZ, excellent work as always. You too, brother. All right, Greg, great job. Steve, great job. The Sean McVay Show with Les Sneed, Rams GM, uh, coming up next, followed by LAFC's playoff game against Seattle. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 4. Have a great rest of your night.